we're going to be talking about what we can learn from retail emails. We all looked at our inboxes. We picked out some of our favorite emails we've received over the past couple of months. We're going to be digging into what makes those emails special, what we can learn collectability as email marketers, and hopefully bring in our email campaigns and just casually talk about what we like about retail email, what we don't like about it, how things could be improved, and just have a fun discussion about some of these favorite emails that we've picked out. So I'm going to let y'all introduce yourselves and we can go from left to right, starting with my colleague, Whitney. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us for your morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. I'm Whitney. I am the digital marketing specialist at Litmus. I touch everything content, social media, ebooks, webinars. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me today. I am Rita Spinks. I'm the email marketing manager for National Geographic. I do everything from email marketing production and operations to development of emails at NatGeo. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Hello, I'm Matt Helbig, head of community at Really Good Emails. I help with all the different email submissions we receive and produce feedback Friday on a weekly basis. So I'm just excited to look at these emails. And as always, I'm Jason Rodriguez, that bald guy you see on all the Limus webinars, community and product evangelist, but yeah, just helping spread the email love and teach people about email. I'm excited today to be able to chat with you three about our favorite emails. So let's get into it. Whitney has two picks. So walk us through your first one here, Whitney. I couldn't decide between the two. You'll see why in yeah. a bit. Um, <laughs> my first pick is Aerie. Uh, I love Aerie's email marketing, their entire product line. So for those who don't know who Aerie is or maybe don't have one in their area, they're tied to American Eagle and they provide a lot of underwear, uh, bras and underwear for women, but also just Honestly, some really comfy clothing. A lot of my workout wear comes from them. I'm basically a walking advertisement for them, I feel like, on a daily basis. I'm wearing a pair of their shorts right now. So it seemed natural for me to talk about Aerie and how much I love their email marketing. So I wanted to show two emails in particular here that I love for them. The one on the left was pre-March, pre-quarantine. And the one on the right was in May. So of course, during quarantine. I wanted to highlight the differences and similarities here and what I really like about them. First, Authentic photography is the big one. Aerie is known for its no-nonsense, no airbrushing photography for its models, and a hyper-focus on diversity with their models, and those things are on display here. The photo in the email on the left is a professional shot, pre-quarantine, but the photos on the right are honestly just as good, and I like them a little bit more, personally. Personal photos from Aerie corporate employees that showcase them comfy at home in their own Aerie wear. Which brings me to the next thing that I like about this email, which is that focus on comfort. Even pre-quarantine, that's always been Aries' focus. Clothes and underwear you feel comfortable in, things that don't dig into you all day, things you don't even really realize that you're wearing. That narrative didn't change when quarantine happened. It just became more of the focus. So as always for them, that focus in the email is that singular CTA, maybe to go towards a specific t-shirt, like on the left, or to see a specific landing page for all of the clothes that area employees are wearing in this email. And so I love that we're just like you approach. You know that the email marketer that built and sent out, especially the email on the right, was at home, on the couch, in comfy clothes, sending this email out, just like I was when I opened this email, read it, and purchased something after I read this email. They're in the same boat. They get it. This is what they're going through. We know you are too. Here's how we can try and help. I just love that aspect of this email. So what do you guys think about these two emails? I'm a big fan of the GIF on the left one. 
that social proof and stuff is always good to bring in. I feel like that ties into the one on the right that's post-quarantine. It's social proof from their own employees, which is awesome. So I think, I, I would imagine we probably all agree that social proof is a great thing to include in email, and it looks like they're doing a good job with it. I will say I did my email research and I made sure that these are real reviews before I put put this email on display here, just because I wanted to make sure they weren't just written for the email. But no, these are real reviews on this product. And I actually have a couple of those shirts and I can say that they're really comfortable. I, I do love that animation with the different reviews. I will say that a couple of them go a little bit too quickly just because they're longer reviews. So I'm finding myself like waiting for it to come back around so I can finish reading it if I'm interested. That would be my only thing about it. But I do really like the animation here too. I would just say if you were thinking about doing something like this where you would have reviews coming through, more than likely they're probably doing a web scrape of some kind to pull that in is that you be cautious because you can't always control mm-hmm. what your web scrape is going to gonna pull in through a review. Also, the post-COVID-19 email, I like that too, that they're showing that employees wearing the clothes. I would also be cautious that if you decide to have an approach like that, that transparency is key after COVID. And if you broadcast an employee, that later that employee wasn't laid off because people are Mm. famous for looking up employees and researching their Instagrams. And if something happened with the company where you're now forced to lay off some folks and you're using the employee as advertisement, they're no longer working there. That's something to to keep in mind. I do want to bring up, there are a couple of people that are accurately saying that these emails are typically all image emails. They are. That is one of my gripes about it. They are all image emails, even all the text you see is in an image and all of their alt text says, turn your images on, shop airy. So Mm. not the most accessible. So good call out for those of you that get airy also. That is an unfortunate side effect (laughs) of these emails. Always have good alt tags. Yeah. Alt tags are good. You can style it with CSS and make it on brand and all that good stuff. And front load them making sure that the information doesn't get cut off, front load, whatever important information you want there. Those are the things that I really do love about these emails. When you're thinking about how to shift your email strategy and your messaging for the current times, is what I'll say to wrap everything up. That doesn't have to mean that you fundamentally change what your brand is like, how your brand is delivering its message to your customers. It can be just a part of your messaging that you amplify, which is exactly what Aries done here. They have always been about the comfort. They've always been about cozy clothes, but they've just turned the focus on that. It's comfortable. It's flexible. You've got good vibes when you wear it. No one's wearing jeans at home right now. Like wear our leggings. They're super comfortable and you still look (laughs) nice. So was that a hand raise that you're currently wearing jeans? I love jeans. That is like (laughs) my comfy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, most people aren't wearing jeans. <laughs> you got a second one coming in here. I do. Starbucks. Starbucks. I will say too that I only had one pick. I was narrowing it down between Aerie and Starbucks. And I was like, well, maybe I'll do a second one. And everyone was like, Starbucks was my second choice. Yeah. Starbucks is my third choice. So we just decided <laughs> to put it in. So I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about it. I love their email marketing and their marketing strategy overall. Fun fact, I actually, uh, part of my interview process to come work at Litmus was to write a sample about an email I like in my inbox and why I love it. And I picked the Starbucks email and it worked. So 
thanks Starbucks. I specifically want to talk here about their emails regarding and addressing COVID-19, what they're doing to be as healthy and safe as possible. The messaging here is clear. Stores are open, employees are wearing masks. Here's what we're doing specifically to deep clean our stores and to keep you safe. Also, masks are required, period. If you don't wanna wear one, you can order Starbucks on Uber Eats and have it delivered. That's a CTA that's further down on that email on the right, but you can't enter the store without one and here's why. The subject line for the email on the left is, our stores now require facial coverings. So again, no question there, super straightforward. I also love the mix of photography and custom illustration here. Illustrations are very up Starbucks's alley, and I love how they've used their brand colors and illustration style here on the left to show different styles of masks just to keep it on brand. But in the email on the right, they're using photography to say, hey, we're really doing this. We're wearing masks. This is what you're going to see when you come in. But then they still have some custom illustrations further down the email in true Starbucks fashion. I'd also like to point out as a contrast that all the text in these emails is live text. It's not an, an image, so that makes it really nice. I did listen to the screen reader version of it and it's completely understandable, which is just another plus one. <laughs> it's so clear. I feel like I've received a lot of emails that it seemed like they're dancing around the issue of COVID-19. Yeah. So I appreciate when a company takes that like strong, very clear stance of they're not worried about any political ramifications for people that don't agree with them. They're just, here's what we're doing, why we're doing it, why it's good for you and the community. And you just have to deal with it. Like that's, it's the situation we're all in and we all need to work together and try to make things better where we can. So I appreciate that they're doing that. The opposite side of that is that if you have an email that has a very clear stance that you have to make sure that you uphold that stance because they will make sure you uphold what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> um, so you can't just throw smoke at it. You actually have to be about it. This one feels really thought out. Like maybe they let it sit for a couple of days and came back to it. Like I think the messaging is super clear and they, they do a good job of answering any questions that you might have with this copy. So it's nice to see. Yeah. Absolutely. I received these pretty close to each other. So that's my major takeaway is what we're all talking about. Leave no room for interpretation. Mandatory facial coverings means mandatory facial coverings, period. Saying you're going to do X, Y, Z to deep clean your stores, take care of your employees, take care of your customers means you're going to do X, Y, Z, period. Like you said, Rita, they will call you out. If I get an email that says, hey, your local Starbucks is open and masks required. And then I walk in and there are tons of customers that don't have masks on. That's a problem. And that's a disconnect. So there's no question what Starbucks will do here and what whether where their values are when I read that email. And that makes me feel comfortable to go. Now, I've been mostly going to the drive through if I go, but it does make me feel a little bit more comfortable to know that their intentions are in the right place and that they're sticking to, to their guns. They're sticking to what they want to do. Those emails are not focused on selling you something like immediately, like it's talking about it's from a retailer. But it's talking about their values and how they're making their stores safe. And so it's not like COVID-19 is happening. Get 50% off all your Starbucks mugs when you come in store. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's making sure that they're trying their best to take care of you as opposed to just think about how much money they are or are not making during a pandemic. I got an email that was actually cool. It was like a scratch off effect. I really enjoyed it. But it was like, hey, you got 50% off our stuff when you come into stores, the end, like you could not use it online. Yeah. I was not interested previously in buying that product, but I would have had I 
been able to use it online. It's, it's an actual store that I shop in a lot and they really didn't change their marketing at all to include any of their promo codes to also be online. And in fact, it seemed that they were trying to egg you further into coming yeah. into it was like, you can only get this 50% off in store. Come yeah. on in. Aggressive approach to bring people into the store. And people see through that. So let's, uh, Rita, switch over to your your pick with Rugs USA. I picked Rugs USA. I picked a simple email from them. And they're a 100% online company. And the reason why I picked this one is because they're using a lot here, even though it looks like a simple email. But what I wanted to point out is that they're using nostalgia to bring you into a purchase. So if you look at the coloration of the email, the color scheme, it looks very Labor Day, 4th of July, play around times where you are ready to spend money because you want to celebrate, improve your house because you're going to have people over, that type of feeling, even if you're not. So when you look at this email, it brings back those memories of, yeah, you know, it is Labor Day. Maybe I should spiff up the house a little bit. I even love the E. It's just like a little waving flag there. And it's yeah. like, come by um, because it's Labor Day and it's a special day that you you always spend money without really saying it. So that's what I like about this email. The other part that I like about this email is that it's like landing the deal because what is that? It's a 75, then 70, then 60. Like, what am I going to get here? You know, you're expecting to click on it. And every time you click, you're going to get a different answer. You really never do. But like, you feel like you might get that 75%. Let me just keep clicking. And then the simple color scheme. I mean, it's blue, white, and red. The only red part is the deal there. So it really stands out. But even, I mean, look, it's like strawberries and lemons. And then you get a couple of stars. I think they're really sending that nostalgia home, like making you feel good about purchasing a rug. Yeah, I love the just how like clean this email is. Like mm-hmm. it's it's very focused. It's focused on that one thing. Like here's that offer, the potential offer, that sense of mystery, and here's how you get it. Whereas a lot of I could see a Labor Day sale, another company doing something where there's this massive product grid of yeah. like, all these different items that are on sale for Labor Day, and it's overwhelming and. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the last thing we need in 2020 is to feel more mm-hmm. overwhelmed by our emails. So I appreciate that it's it's so focused. It is. It's focused and it's easy to look at. Sometimes you look at store and um, emails and they're they're not easy to look at. They're a little, like you said, overwhelming. You just don't know where to land the eye. And this is very focused. We had someone message in and ask what percentage off you got. <laughs> <laughs> I got 70% off by the way, oh. when I click. Nice. Yeah, this okay. one definitely gets my click. Uh, I think it pulls you in with that GIF and really points you to the website, which is the whole point of email. So, like and I, The GIF is done well. That E gets mm-hmm. me every time. I'm like, oh man, yeah. what time did you spend on that? How many frames is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a sucker for like reveal your deal emails. I want to know what I can get. Maybe I decide not to use it, but if it's 70% off, yeah. I'm probably going to use it. <laughs> 70, 60. I'll probably use it even. Yeah. And it's free shipping, which I love that that's called out at the top. So yeah, I'm probably going to buy a rug. (laughs) Yeah, may as well. 
Pretty, you were saying like all the rugs in her house are from Rugs USA. Yeah, all the um, rugs in my house are from <laughs> Rugs USA. And all their emails are pretty similar. They're very, they never yeah. really show product shots. One, because the inventory turns over so much. So like mm-hmm. it wouldn't be, I, I, I feel like it's very smart of them not to show products in their email. But their emails always show this feel good. Like you're freshening your home. It also has a beautiful color scheme every time because it is for home decor. So people are looking at that as a, a way of uh, distinguishing what home decor website they go to, because if they got it together, clearly I need to be yeah. shopping there. All their campaigns invoke feelings. Their lifestyle shots do the same thing. And, and this, I feel like this email does it in a different way with illustrations and the color scheme, but it invokes that feeling for you of when to shop. We spend a lot of time teaching consumers what times to shop. And I think Rug USA does a really good job of of leveraging that. They know the key times, the key mm-hmm. holidays mm-hmm. that everybody's trained trained to do. So yeah, I think they do that really smartly. Cool. So let's move on to Matt. I think you have two picks, don't you? But, yeah. yeah. So this first one is Bagu. This is one of those emails where I had seen their product in stores and then went and signed up for their emails. And I feel like they do a really good job of bringing that retail experience into their sending and messaging. So I think with these color palettes, they're really setting the mood of the brand. Throughout both these emails, I think they do a really good job with storytelling and telling you why you should care about these products, giving a little bit more details and and putting some context behind why this is important or highlighting an artist, I think brings an extra step to these retail emails that consumers are maybe caring about more and more. They want to know a little bit more about what they're buying. And, And I think in general, this brand has done a really good job of now that stores are not as open or people are even closing stores, bringing that some of those retail experiences with Spotify playlists or wallpapers for your phone or something. So I think they're being clear about what this brand is about and and bringing that into their emails. I didn't know about this brand until you presented this email. I went and checked it out. I think too, they just doing my research the last few days, they really play on that, like what Etsy plays on, right? Like helping that the average person. And I think in these times of COVID, that's what we want more than ever. Like we want to feel like we're helping someone and I will patronize you, your small business, your artists, I'll buy it. I'll patronize you. And I think that's what this company is really doing well, especially in this email. I, I really like it. I feel like Bagu is like, I have a couple of them, but it's always like swag at a conference or stuff like that, that I have never really thought of. Like, I bet they do some kick-ass email marketing. Apparently they do. So I'm going to go and sign up for them. But yeah, I, I love this one, especially the astrology gift. Matt, how accessible is that? Like, and, and like is each one, can I click and see what my... I think it's just one big gift. So I think you got to go to the landing page to, to interact a little bit more. I still like it. It's awesome. That's what I was going to say. I'm a huge sucker for, even though I don't like believe in astrology, like it's still just fun to get into it, read your your horoscope every once in a while and just imagine whether or not that's true or like, you know, are the planets controlling my life? I don't know. So I love that they're bringing that in. I feel like that's such like an addictive gamification of their email. I, I, I'd love to see their engagement around that email campaign. So I can imagine it's pretty damn high. But yeah, yeah I love their just overall aesthetic too. Like I, I feel like it ties well into their product. Is the contrast and color? It's not very mm-hmm. accessible. Yeah, that pink on the like mm-hmm. white. I can't tell if that's white or like a really light pink, but yeah, it's a little bit hard yeah. to read. Matt, do you happen to know if that's 
an image or if it's like the actual uh, font, live text? Yeah, so that is something I wanted to call out is that is an image and the contrast is not great. I looked it up on a contrast checker. Um, so that's definitely an improvement I think a brand like this could make is, and I think in retail in general of making things a little bit more accessible by using live text and taking that extra time to maybe check that contrast just to make sure that it's it's a small change during the design process and it only takes a few minutes to to make sure that that email is accessible for okay. this one i think the the color palettes are really nice but yeah i think the contrast checker would be a, a big you know value add i think throughout both these just mixing photography and illustrations to tell that brand story i think this one is a good starting place with a lot of interesting features but the the big win here is just adding some accessibility parts i like it though it's nice yeah yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think we, I'm sure we all probably signed up for their emails after you dealt that, that in the slides. How about your second one, Matt? So this is another design brand, Hey Design. Uh, they do a lot of furniture. So with these, I feel like I really like the copy where they're talking about explore new arrivals for the way we live now. I think they're really playing into maybe that uncertainty and, and talking really one-to-one -one with some people of we're, we're in this thing together and this is how things are going to be move, moving forward. So I think they're still playing into that autumn seasonality and, and showing a lot of stunning photography, showing the furniture in homes. So in both these examples, I feel like they're doing a, a good job on bringing some of those elements. See whether it's a lot of stock photography or not. Like if you go to the website, will I see that couch? I believe so. Yeah, I think they do all their own photography. So I think in a lot of their emails, they're using this more lifestyle photography, and then you go to their website and they actually show you the product shots. I've run into that a couple of times recently where I see something in email yeah. or like an ad online, and then I go to look for it and it just does not exist on their <laughs> website. It's so frustrating. It is. Um, yeah, Pro tip, that. don't use stock imagery when you're a retailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah. Make sure you have your own product shots. Yeah, I love the, I, I feel like, the lifestyle photography stuff, like it's perfect for that brand. I feel like most people are doing it, but I like that it's not, not like overdone too much. Like that's, yeah, it doesn't have some cute, happy, idealized family or something in the shot too, that they're, they're models. It's more, this is this environment that you can see yourself in instead of seeing somebody else and that they think you want to see. So I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, and with these, I feel like they build a good mood and theme across the different emails, really focusing that. So if it's a sale, they're using that urgency and maybe telling you how much time you have left and showing you the discount. But if it's more maybe seasonality, they're pulling in some of that stuff as well. So I thought, yeah. you know, it, it, in both these examples, they're playing into that hopeful aspect of things might be on pause, but there's still like opportunities to. Yeah, I feel that. like this is like, you're going to be in your home a lot, so you should make it look good. Yeah, I feel like in the beginning, the beginning of quarantine, I was like, the last thing I'm going to get is furniture right now. Like, I, I am spending money on food and probably clothes, but that's honestly about it. And then the further and further in, it's like, okay, well, now that I've sat on this couch a lot, I really want to get rid of it. It's it's not good for my back. And so like, you can lean into that approach of like, hey, it's it's time to upgrade what you have at home just to make life a little bit easier. So I feel like this really leans into that with that mix of seasonality as well. I think that's pretty clear. Major takeaway, balanced photography and human copy. I think they do a pretty good job of that.
So I had two picks too. The first one, I will admit that I haven't bought anything from Tatley, but I <laughs> like get their emails. I love their emails and I'm like always on the fence, but just like haven't taken that, that step. But this was a recent campaign that a lot of kids are already back to school. My own kids go back next week. So it's on people's mind is like, how is school going to work this year? But I love that a lot of their emails, they provide resources instead of just like flat out selling. So this one is all about your remote back to school activity kit. So it's essentially the, the bulk of the email is a bunch of links for activities to keep your kids entertained and engaged and keep educating them outside of just them on a Zoom call with their teacher and doing some worksheets. So there's a bunch of links to different educational programs online, different activities like tie-dye mural clothes and all this cool stuff that is going to be super helpful as a parent when we're, again, for a lot of people will have kids at home trying to learn online, but they don't get that full experience because they're not necessarily in, in a school setting. So it's up to us to keep them engaged and augment their learning and stuff. And I feel like Tatley is so good about providing those kind of resources. And they've done this throughout. I, I think this has always been a part of their marketing strategy and their culture is just like they, they focus on providing value outside of just selling to people. But then when you do scroll down, they do have some of their products in there, but it's always like stuff that's geared towards the theme of that email. So the products that they do have in there are things that some kids might like or things that might be activity related in relation to that content in the email. But I feel like they do such a good job of understanding what's going on in the world around them and then speaking to that. So they know that a lot of parents are going to be dealing with remote learning. And school's really, really weird this year. So they they speak to that and they provide resources that people find helpful. And I also like that they're just their design aesthetic is so good. Like I love the illustrations and the color and it just feels like optimistic whereas going back to school this year is really really stressful for a lot of people they try to bring some joy to that experience too and that that comes through in their design and their color choices so they yeah have that optimistic feel about all their emails yeah. but yeah i'd love to hear what anybody else thinks about that one I am also subscribed to Tatley and I was in a similar boat where I hadn't bought anything from them except for yesterday. I think I finally bought something. So, so it finally influenced me, but I do not have children and this email still really spoke to me. I'm looking through this list of things to do. I don't have children going back to school, but I still found ways to do things to have fun with my inner kid, to be a little bit more nostalgic. I remember when I tied dyed things back when I was in fourth, fifth grade. Do I want to bring that back? So I found value from that regard. And I have a number of friends that are teachers in across all grades. So this was something that I sent to them and said, hey, maybe this is something that you can send your students, your 150 kids. They can do something a little bit different. I have a friend who's a chemistry teacher. Maybe they want to do the tie-dye in your own clothes and make something a little bit more fun, a little bit more de-stressing. This doesn't have to be specifically for a parent. Not everyone on their mm -hmm. subscription list is a parent, but it can still be valuable. I'd be curious to see like how many forwards or something like yeah. that, that they got just to send it to people that you want to share that information with. I love this design. This email design is really, really awesome. Do we know if that's a, like a full background skin image? So um, I think they use background images and I'm pretty sure that's the yeah, live text and just has the background images. All of their emails are like a very similar structure and they have like well-defined content modules and 
we've used them as examples for like when we talk about design systems and email. But like within those constraints, they're really, really good about just changing things like the color, the images that they use, and the background images. So each email feels like this unique experience and talks to whatever that topic happens to be. Yeah, this one feels very, I guess, like shoppable to me. Uh, mm -hmm. I think the layout in general is easy to scan and mm -hmm. then displaying all these different products, I feel like uh, I remember them in some ways. Like I might come back and be like, oh, what was that one that I saw? So I think this one does a really good job of showing a lot of different products in the email and still creating like an overall encompassing design to encase them in. Sadly, emails are the ones like I almost always hold on to their emails because I always want to come back to them. There's always a link that mm -hmm. like I might see them on my phone and be like, oh, when I get back to my computer, I want to open up that link so I can look into it a little bit more. I feel like there's very few brands that I do that with almost every single email. I will do that with it because they always provide so much good content. And I will say like all their emails too, they almost all of them have that like resources, like cool links that they found that they share with people. But I like that it's the focus of this one over the product because that's what they're trying to do is provide that value, which is really cool. And so my major takeaway was to read the room and be helpful so they know what's going on in the world. They understand that there's this situation that a lot of customers are dealing with and they try to be as helpful as possible over just blindly selling. And I really, really appreciate that. And probably, I mean, at this point, I'm talking about them on a webinar, so I am going to have to start shopping at Tatley and get some stuff. The other one I picked, I did buy immediately after getting this email is from Sticker Mule. So they make stickers, buttons, stuff like that. So I always have like random little side projects going on. I'm a sticker junkie for things like that. So I got this email and the subject line is almost free stickers. I feel like that's a great subject line. And then it's just so short and to the point. It's just as you know, hello, stickers are almost free this week. Get 50 of them for nine bucks plus free shipping enjoy so like you see that and i was like nine bucks is nothing like i couldn't go spend that on a coffee at starbucks but maybe i'll get some stickers for this project i'm working on so sure enough i did and it was just so direct into the point i think it was a, a fantastic email a lot of their emails are like that it's just very brief they use humor in their copy a lot of the time so there was another one that i got the other day that was about magnets and the copy was something like just like stickers but magnetic it's like okay I like <laughs> So I, I really appreciate their simplicity and just like how direct they are in their emails. And I've since like bought a couple of things, like I got some pins the other day because they had another like great offer. So that's kind of my takeaway. It's hard to beat a good discount when it comes down to it because people yeah. are focused on their finances right now. Yep. So if you can offer something good, then people take you up on the offer. I think email marketers always struggle with the of simplicity versus throwing in the kitchen sink in an email, right? Like yeah. we want to do something cool and innovative, but you, you struggle, you have this struggle. Cause like, I mean, seriously, I've put some ugly emails out there that you just think <laughs> are horrendous and they do the best. And I think yeah. sometimes it's because people just want to get straight to the point. Sometimes you don't need all the fluff sometimes just, 50% off this product, go. That's all I need. And this shows it a hundred times over that simplicity works. They didn't need to show you shots of the stickers. All they needed yeah. to show you was 50 stickers, $9. That's it. Click. Yeah, and I, I think it makes sense for them too, because you're not ordering somebody else's stickers. Like you're going to provide your own design. So right. in that sense, it doesn't even make sense to show you the product because it's not going to look the same as that. But yeah, somebody, one of the attendees, Nancy, she commented that it's an interesting choice not to show the imagery, huh? 
but I feel like it is that there's this debate we're having internally at Limits and something we've been testing is that plain text email versus the fully designed HTML all out design. So I feel like this is one of those examples where it's good proof that simple, straightforward, plain text, like it work if what you're offering is good for, for that subscriber. Yeah, I think it works well too on the back end. It can be short and concise in the email, but when you go to the, to the website, I think it's a really polished experience and they walk you through the steps of uploading your designs. Overall, yeah. it feels great. So I think they can be a little bit short in the email to offset that a little bit on the website. Somebody else put in there, they've done a lot of A-B testing on web pages and the winners are not always the prettiest. <laughs> right. I think that's mm -hmm. true. I do think it totally depends on the product and what you have to offer. Because to your point, like, you're making your own stickers. So you, it, it feels almost cheesy and a little bit salesy to be like, your design here on like a blank sticker. Yeah. But if I got like a plain text, no image email from Aerie, I wouldn't be interested and it would almost maybe feel spammy. So it just depends on what product you've got. I did want to have a little round robin and just all of you based on what we've seen, some of the things we've talked about today. Is there anything you three want to see retailers do better and in response to 2020 in response to the future like what would you like to see retailers tackle better do better in their own email campaigns and so I'm, I'm seeing you in the same order as i think our introduction slide so i guess what you all kick things off with you i already mentioned it earlier with that email that told me i could only go in store to get 50 percent off Personally, it didn't feel tied to a specific campaign. So it could have been something that was already automated. Maybe they saw that I hadn't made a purchase in a while. So I think that's my thing is that I've been getting a lot of like, hey, Labor Day is coming up. Come and see us in stores. Your birthday is coming up. Come and see us in stores. And so I think the things that are a little bit more set it and forget it, a little bit more, you always have these every single year. Maybe take a look at those. They might not hit the same way. And if you have messaging that says, hey, come in, we, we want to come see you. Let's all have a big hug. Let's all hang out. I remember we had a webinar right when everything hit the fan. And we had Kristen Bond from Girl Scouts who was like, hey, a lot of our imagery in our email is a whole bunch of girls with their troops singing and hugging and being close to each other. And that's maybe not the messaging that we want to give off right now. That thing, just review what you've got going on on top of your campaigns and make sure it all feels right. Make sure it all gives the right messaging that you want to give off. Rita, how about you? I think for me, what I would love to see retailers do is stop the products and lifestyle shots. Like, give me the product. Make it a PNG, transparent background, put a nice background on it if you want to, color, but just give me the product. Let me go ahead and make the decision. I think when you see a lot of emails with tons and tons of product shots and Jason, to your point, like a person in that shot using the device and like now you're telling me how to even use this item that I may want to use for something else. Like stop that. Just give me the product in different views, by the way. Give me a side view and a front view in my email. That to me would entice me more to click than trying to sell me on a lifestyle that maybe I don't have. I like that a lot. I totally agree that. A lot of times, the, yeah, the lifestyle stuff tries to force you into this idealized lifestyle. And that's, if anything, we're seeing that in 2020 is not everybody has the same privileges, lifestyles, access yep. to money to buy that lifestyle. So it's mm -hmm. hard to push that that story. So be more respectful and just present things more directly and uh, practically. I, I, I like that a lot. Matt, what are you thinking? 
I'm definitely pushing for the accessibility stuff. So I think a lot of websites spend a lot of time to make their you know, shopping experience more accessible to consumers, but emails consistently getting left in the dust. So it might not be a big overhaul, but I think adding elements that make an email more accessible over time is the right move. So I think, I think having that solid foundation of using live text and making emails accessible allows you to maybe even react a little faster to some things that are changing in the retail environment as well. Oh, yeah. More text, less all images, <laughs> uh, Absolutely. elements, all that good stuff. Don't um, say that too loud. Said, I do work for National Geographic. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's such like a photography-driven brand. Like that makes sense <laughs> in context. But knowing you read it, like you're, you're focused on the alt text and stuff and still providing a good experience that's for right. people that are relying on screen readers. Yeah, but that's, I think that's a great point. I guess for me, my my thing is, which we saw a little bit of like Starbucks and Tatley and stuff, is I really appreciate more brands that are doing values-driven marketing. I feel like if since like 2015, 2016, things in the world have forced a lot of people to like take a stance and like really revisit their place in the world, how they interact with the world and people in the world. And I appreciate when brands and retailers take that into account and like take a strong stance and dedicate themselves to doing good things in the world and like making a better community and making safe experiences like Starbucks. So I really like brands like Nike or like REI is a famous example when it comes to like Black Friday, where they're a retailer, they're a brick and mortar store primarily, uh, yeah. but Black Friday rolls around and they have their whole like stay at home or like go out in the wild don't come to our store like go spend it outside like mm -hmm. in a national park and get some exercise and some vitamin d as opposed to just shopping because we're all consumers and like trained to shop on that one day so i appreciate that and i'd love to see more of that i feel like a lot of retailers are doing more and more of that but i'd love to see even more of it so that we can all work together and vote with our dollars and support those companies that are doing good things in the world so i think that's my takeaway softball question for Matt Helbig here. Uh, where's the best place to find emails for competitor audits? If you want to see what other people are sending out there. Uh, well, really good emails is a pretty good collection of <laughs> very searchable uh, collection of emails that you can search. We have a whole retail category, so that might be a good place to start. Yeah, really good emails I go to for us when we want to see what's out there and what people are sending. But I always advise to like always whenever I see a sign up form, then I almost always fill it out. Use your own inbox. Use like an alias if you want to, or like a separate email account if you want to for like newsletters and stuff like that. But just sign up for everything and keep an eye on it and see what people are doing. There's a great question from Judy about she was saying they're exclusively a brick and mortar retailer. So any magically delicious ideas for driving people yeah. into the store, which is hard right now. Yeah, I think Starbucks does that well, right? They're exclusively brick and mortar un unless you're trying to buy a mug. You really need to go into the store to experience, have the experience of Starbucks. So I think just being clear about what you're doing to uh, make people safe and feel comfortable coming into the store and just being really transparent on that and I think is your best bet. I have a local bookstore that I really love, big surprise. And they've been doing a lot of messaging around, look, we'd love to come and see you. We're small, like we're two women that own the store and that's it. Like, please come and support us, but we're gonna make things safe. So like, if you come into the store, wear a mask, we're gonna be wearing one too. 
if you don't feel comfortable coming into the store, email us or call us to see if we have a book available for you and we'll bring it out to you. Um, and we'll also be wearing a mask and we'll keep things sanitized. So I think like Rita was saying, being very transparent, just like Starbucks was, but also providing options if you can for people that want to come and spend their money with you, but they don't necessarily feel comfortable coming physically into the store. I wonder how many brands really are going to maybe try to take some steps to do some things online before you go into that retail experience. So maybe you can reserve something or make a learn more on an online experience. And then when you go into a store, it's a little bit better to check out. Kind of related to that, and this is something that in last month's webinar, I know Ivana was talking about shipping delays and how the pandemic especially just disrupted their entire supply chain. And we've seen that with especially like the bike shortage desks right now, like you go on Ikea and you can't find a desk because everybody's buying desks for their kids at home because it's going to be remote learning for a lot of people. But is there a way to broach that subject with your subscribers and make them aware of those shipping delays without turning them off to actually buying things? Any tips around that? That's a tough Maybe one. That. Yeah, that's, yeah a tough one. that's tough. What I've seen Old Navy do, by the way, they, in the beginning, I had ordered some stuff for my kid from Old Navy. And I mean, the shipping was like two months to get that product. They never said the shipping was going to be that long, but they just kept reiterating that because of COVID-19, shipping is longer than expected. Please bear with us. I think they gave us like an extra 10% off when it hit the one month mark for our product to come in and they stay in constant contact. I think that is probably the biggest advice is that you can't do anything about the shipping times. I mean, at this point, but you can like be great on customer service for your consumers and send them emails on a regular basis, updating them on what's happening with their product. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Just be honest and upfront. And yeah, I like that. There are definitely things that I've ordered over the last couple of months and it was like radio silence and it was the most frustrating. There's still one I ordered probably a month and a half ago, and I haven't heard anything about shipping dates or updates or anything like that. And it's just a wildly frustrating experience. So yeah, if you can be upfront and honest and keep in contact with them and reassure that you're still working on it and trying to get it out to them as soon as possible, I think that's a great way to do it. On really good emails, at least, we've seen a a big rise of back-in-stock communications Ah. as well. Um, Mm. So maybe have some sort of strategy where notify me when this is available can help maybe alleviate some of that stress. So I think we have time for one more. And I think that's a fantastic question about the fact that with a lot of brick and mortar stores being shut down, a lot of that buying is moving online. So that also means email marketers are ramping up. They're sending more email campaigns than ever, especially this upcoming holiday season. It's going to be really, really competitive in the inbox. So what's the best way to stand out amidst all that noise? Subject line. I I think people really forget the extremely amount of importance the subject line has on people opening because they don't know what the email looks like. The subject line is really so important. And so you want all the information there. You want to balance catchy, you know, subject lines with giving them what they're looking for in the inbox. I think hidden pre-headers is another way of giving supplement information about what's in that email, like utilizing hidden pre-headers. I find a lot of 
retailers don't utilize that enough. And you can get a lot of good useful information out of hidden preheaders. So I would definitely say subject line and hidden preheader to get people to open that email. This is something to not do always, but I think especially now, no faking that it's a reply, no faking that it's a forward. No, like I don't want to have any question about who this email is from and why I'm getting it. So if I think that you are faking a forward, if there's like a, if the, if the sender name is a group of people, I'm probably just crash it. I'm not going to look at it. So that sort of thing just is always gross, but maybe definitely not doing it now is a good idea. <laughs> I'm interested what's going to happen around Black Friday and Cyber Monday, but yeah. uh, I'm not sure if it would make you stand out, but I definitely will appreciate brands that don't make me feel more stressed about sales. Like I don't want to be refreshing a page at 1159 or something to, to make sure I get into an offer. So making these deals a little bit more accessible to people and, and not stressing people out about it would be appreciated, at least by me. And do you guys feel like maybe Black Friday is going to be, I don't know, bust this year? I mean, so many people are offering deals currently. I mean, just to get people yeah. to buy, like, what can you offer on Black Friday? Free? Like, just free rugs for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, free. It's going to be tough. Yeah. I'm wondering how things like doorbusters are going to translate into emails because that puts that stress on it, Matt, like you were saying, because it's pro like the translation to that is, hey, at 1 a.m., you can buy this for this price and we only have a hundred of them. Um, at 2 a.m. you can do it with this. And so that adds that stress, but that's the natural translation. So I'm curious how that how that'll play out. My last piece of advice, I guess, before we sign off would be to lay the groundwork now. So if you have that good relationship with your subscribers to begin with, they're more liable to open up your emails when it does get busy and they're getting, you know, hundreds of emails a day. So provide that value, do things like, you know, Starbucks, Tatley, Prunzio said, like have that good relationship with your subscribers, provide that value outside of just selling to them during those yep. times every year. So if they know your name, you're consistently sending them something valuable that they are engaged with, then when there's a million emails in their inbox and they see your name up there, they're going to open it and see what you have to offer. And so better yet, they're looking for yours, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're hunting it down there. You, they trust you. And if you can provide that trust and build that trust and that deep relationship, then you have a lot less to worry about than people that are only emailing once a month or only emailing Black Friday sales. Um, so they're going to have a hard road ahead of them. Give them value outside of product. Totally. I think it's more and more important. So it's good to see people taking that seriously and doing that. But that does it for today's webinar. Thank you, everybody, that stuck around an extra couple of minutes with us. Thank you, Whitney, Rita, and Matt. This was, I, I love these kind of chats. And we haven't done one like this in a while. So it was fun for me personally. Uh, but you can find us online. Litmus, just go to litmus.com slash subscribe to get our emails, find out when new webinars coming up, when we publish new blog posts, all that good stuff. Uh, really good emails.com for all of that inspiration to keep an eye on what the entire industry is doing. You can create your own account, your own collections, all that good stuff. On the nationalgeographic.com slash newsletters slash sign up for all Nat Geo's awesome email campaigns. I just signed up for a whole bunch of them earlier today. I had a couple that I was signed up for. But thank you again, everybody. And we will talk to everybody next time. Cheers. Thanks, y'all. It was fun. Bye.